Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. You are listening to the Arash Markazi Show on a new generation of radio. The all new and mightier 1090 AM. Good afternoon on a beautiful Monday and welcome to the Arash Markazi Show on the Mighty Year 1090 in Southern California and 98.5 The Fan in Las Vegas. I am joined as always by producer G. Hay Wiley, associate producer Armani Buckets. How are we doing on a beautiful Monday? 2-0 Lakers weekend, Arash. What an exciting weekend. They beat the Thunder and the Magic. Let's go. Yeah, let's go. I mean, is that really an accomplishment? <laughs> let's, was, let's get real people. It was sarcasm, but I mean, LeBron looked good. No, LeBron, he, he did. Over the last eight games, he is averaging about thirty points. I don't know, seven point nine assists per game. I mean, he is on a heck of a run that he has to have if this team is going to turn around their season. But Armani, you brought up a great point. When we, when we were on the air last Friday, the Lakers were coming off of a loss to the Memphis Grizzlies. The Grizzlies, by the way, a very good team this year. But you're talking about a Grizzlies team without John Morant, without Brooks. I mean, that to lose by more than 10 to a team without two of their top players – that was the concerning thing there. And then you brought up a great point on Friday's show. Frank Vogel was essentially coaching for his job on Friday. You could not have had a situation where they lost three times to the Oklahoma City Thunder. And not only that, had they lost, that would have dropped them to below 500. There, there will come a point this year where being 500 is not enough to save Frank Vogel's job. And to be honest... 26 games into the season, it is incredible that at 13 and 13, he is still the coach. Now, I'm not saying that he should not be the coach, but you look historically with this team. Mike Brown was uh, fired after five games. Dell Harris, you go back to that strike-shortened season or the lockout-shortened season, he was fired after 12 games. I mean, there comes a point where it's not good enough to be, you know, 500, a game above 500, but we talked about this while we were watching the game last night. Listen, the Orlando Magic are one of the worst teams in the league. They're tied for the worst. And I just feel weird that like every time I think maybe just maybe that the season's been turned around, it's against two of the worst teams in the league. They beat the Detroit Pistons twice. They've now beaten the Orlando Magic and for whatever reason, I'm watching these games, and they're normally on a Sunday. Um, like, wait, maybe, just maybe they can turn things around. Again, they go on the road now for three games. They go to play the Mavericks without Luka Doncic. He's going to be out for a few games. The Timberwolves in Chicago, and by the way, we, let's see who's playing for Chicago when they play, because they've had a COVID outbreak there. Um, okay, what do they have to do on this road trip to be happy about it. Again, they have not beaten. I think that they've only have four wins on the season against teams above the 500. So regardless of who's on the court, let's just say Chicago is a loss. The Mavericks, I think that they could win. That. I mean, I think they got to go two and one, two and one. At the bare minimum, two and one. Yeah. And I mean, if, if they go by the COVID protocols, the Bulls should not have Zach Levine because it won't be 10 days. And a Bulls team without... 
Levine or DeRozan, the Lakers with yeah. LeBron, Westbrook, and probably AD at that point should win that game. Mm-hmm. I mean, we can't keep lowering the bar for these guys because the thing is, like, Dallas without Luka, that's a, that's a W. It has to be, right? Yeah. I mean, these are the games that are going to define their season because the Mavericks are a team that, again, is right in that mix with them, right in that same tier, quote unquote. The Lakers are not supposed to be in that tier, though. They're supposed to be, if you're not in tier one with Golden State, Phoenix, and Utah, at least be in the second tier. And yeah. that means beating Dallas, beating Minnesota, and if the Bulls are COVID-plagued, beating the Bulls. It's 3-0 week is, should be the, the goal. That should be the goal. The problem with this team, I mean, they, 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 as soon as you feel good about them, they have a dud of a performance. The one thing that I am consciously optimistic about is their performance recently in the second half, specifically in the third quarter. Last night's game, they, they had an amazing third quarter. I mean, that's where they go from it being a, a, a tie game, one possession game, to they're up by 25 points. We did joke while we're watching, we're like, they're not going to win by 25. I mean, this is going to be uh, like a nine-point game soon, and it was. So th- this this team still has a hard time holding on to leads. But if LeBron's going to play like this, again, th- th- this is a team that, you know, come postseason time, again, they're not in the same class right now, and I don't think that they will be of Phoenix and the Warriors. But th- this is still a team that if they're healthy, you don't want to play them in the first round. You know, they they still got LeBron James, they got Anthony Davis, they got Russell Westbrook. Interestingly enough, though, Shams Sharania broke uh, the story, or or you know, I mean, it's not happened yet. Ben Simmons, and I knew this was going to happen at some point. He's a clutch sports client. Russell Westbrook for Ben Simmons package. If that some, I don't know how what that package would would look like. I don't know if Daryl Morey would make that deal. At some point, you do have to move on from Ben Simmons and and just at least get something in return. Would you do that deal? God, no. 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 Hector, no. No. Because I don't think that Ben is as consistent as, and this is horrible that I'm even saying this, because you know I'm not a Westbrook fan, but I I don't think he's as consistent as Ben Simmons. Mm -hmm. Um, Or I think he's more consistent than Ben Simmons. I, I don't know. I wouldn't do that deal. I'd want a lot more. If you were gonna, if you were going to trade him, that just me personally, I would want more. You what know about- the the thought process here again is that LeBron is a mentor, you know, like again, clutch sports client. So this is why the whole like LeBron coming here made sense because here's the thing: people forget the Lakers are the Lakers, but they went through like a ten year period where nobody wanted to come here. A part of it was like, you know, d- does someone want to be Kobe's like wingman or whatnot? When LeBron came here, this was sort of a funnel for the clutch sports clients. Ben Simmons, though, would again, we haven't seen him this year. We I mean, we have no idea what he's going to look like, who's going to come. I'm assuming he's in shape. Would you do that trade? One of the one of the things about this whole trade is the fact that Russell Westbrook is going to be already is on one of the worst contracts in the NBA. Yeah. So if you can get off of that, I don't know why they got on that contract well, exa- in the first yeah. place. Yeah. But if you can get off of it and then get one of the, if not the best, one of the best defensive players in the NBA, the offense. Listen, it's not going to fit. But neither is Westbrook. So 
for me, if Daryl Morey was to actually pull the trigger after all this, all these rumors about wanting this all-star player, that all-star player, multiple all-star players, and then if you end up shipping him for Russell Westbrook, and then you have that contract yeah. on the books, I would be shocked if Daryl Morey was to settle for that. But I mean, at the same time, I wouldn't be shocked by anything because it's the NBA and Guys play poker with with their hands, and you never know what's going to happen until boom, you have a Woj bomb or a Shams bomb, and then yeah. all of a sudden, you know, all heck breaks loose. But if I was the Lakers, yes, I would do that deal in a heartbeat because Ben Simmons, mentally, he is what he is, but he's probably twenty four, twenty five years old. Exactly, should be entering the prime of his career, like you said, mentored by LeBron. Then, basketball wise, it would be very clunky. But I mean. Russell Westbrook, again, if you wait too long, you're stuck on that deal for the rest of Well, that's the, the problem. And I, I, I think this is one of those trades that if they could make it, and I don't think it's on the table, I, I don't think yeah. Daryl Moore is going to do that trade. But to your point, yeah, he is 25 years old. All, um, uh, third team All-NBA, All-Defensive team, three-time All-Star. Uh, again, the key here, tw- 25 years old. And the change of scenery, I think, is the big thing for him. Again, mentally, he's checked out. He's never going to play another game for the Sixers again. And at some point, if you are the Sixers and this is the only viable trade on the table, like, do you say, well, shoot, like, we got to get something? But if you're the Lakers and you could potentially do this deal, again, a lot of it has to do with him being 25 years old. And I think they are going to get peak Ben Simmons in Los Angeles with LeBron and Rich Paul's courtside with with Adele or whatever. I I think this is where he's going to be comfortable. And it's not like he hasn't dealt with the media scrutiny his whole career. So a lot of the times when guys come to LA, that's when they get their first dose, like AD, of being under the, the scrutiny, game in, game out. Ben Simmons has been dealing with that for years now because... He doesn't like to shoot the basketball when yeah. it matters. So it, it would be an interesting pairing. I think that when we look back at the bubble season, the Lakers won that championship solely, in my opinion, because of two things, height and defense. Mm-hmm. And they coincided with one another. So you pair Ben Simmons, right, one of the best defensive players in the league. Anytime they go against any team, LeBron can guard point guard through center. Ben Simmons could guard point guard through center. Anthony Davis, if he switched out, he can guard anybody on the floor. Yeah. That's a really tough team to score on. Now, how would they score their points? I don't know, because maybe you play AD more on the perimeter, yeah. and you use Ben Simmons more in the low post. I don't really know. That's kind of what they're trying to do with Westbrook, and you know, it's working because Oklahoma City and Orlando, but... Long term, <laughs> it's still, I think we all agree that that's still a very clunky fit. Yeah. I mean, there's no doubt about it. I, I think something has to be done with the roster of the Lakers, though. It, it, it is, the pieces just don't fit. And right now, their ceiling, we've, we've talked about it, is the number four seed, which I never would have thought coming you, into this year. Do you like the starting lineup that Vogel's kind of settled into right now? Obviously, no AD the last few games, but with Avery Bradley, Taylor Horton, Tucker kind yeah. of as the wings. Do you like that? Do you guys like that? Or I like it. The problem is for them to be playing well without Tate Anthony. I think that kind of speaks to what a lot of people have talked about. And we'll talk about this shortly. But do you like that? I mean, I think THT... 
I like him. I don't know what where he best fits, whether it's coming off the bench, whether it's to start. I mean, he's one of the young pieces that I love, but I do what's like the best the f- lineup? Yeah, I do, I do like the fact that Vogel's changing it up, yeah. right? Because there's, something needs to change, right? Something needs to happen where you have to have some shifts um, offensively and especially defensively right now since he's supposed to be this defensive coach. So, I mean, good for him for trying to shake it up. I, I don't know if this is going to be a permanent solution, right? Yeah. Like, this, is gonna, this isn't going to be for the long haul, but it, it's working for now. But again, like you said, Oklahoma City and yeah. Orlando. Oh, so, yeah. you know, let, let's wait till they get to <laughs> Chicago or to, you know, to somebody that is a little bit above that level and they're going to have to play. So... When you, uh, real quick, just because we've talked about this potential trade, even though I, I don't think it's going to happen, uh, the, the Sixers would have to throw in another piece. Again, Russell Westbrook's contract is $44 million. Ben Simmons is at 33 You would have to throw in either a Seth Curry or, a, a, you know, they're not going to do that. But no, the, no, <laughs> no, absolutely not. Maybe no. Danny Green. If yeah, that would Green. Be, that'd be great. Right? Yeah. Which would be very interesting. That'd be awesome, but I think again, that's not real, really realistic. I don't yeah. think that they're going to throw in all those players just so <laughs> you can get rid of Ben Simmons, yeah. right? Yeah. So, I mean, but again, like something, maybe some like picks or something. I don't know. Like they, they obviously have to get rid of him. They just, I just don't know what they would give up it's for just, him. It's just like, who's lying to us? Is Daryl Morey lying about <laughs> his value of Ben Simmons' value? Well, or because the 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 thing there at some point. There's going to be no value there. I mean, if Ben Simmons doesn't play this entire season, I mean, who's going to give him what he wants? I mean, because, again, he said, I want full value. And, again, you talk about a player who's 25 years old, one of the best defenders in the, the league. At some point, just because of what we've seen and heard about him in terms of he's not mentally there, he made up the excuse about COVID, perhaps, which is crazy. Lost trust with his teammates, lost trust with the coaching staff. At some point, it it all leads to teams saying, like, listen, we don't want to, I mean, like, on paper, this guy is amazing, but we don't want to have anything to do with him. And then so there's no way for Daryl Morey, the longer this goes on, and I think he, he touched on it, where, like, this could go on for years. I mean, there's just no way. Who do you think has more value right now, Ben Simmons or Kyrie Irving? Hmm, that's a good one. Yeah, I, that's like the never-ending debate, right? though. There was a, a piece in, in that article by Shams about yeah. Kyrie possibly coming back now this season. The, the, now, the if well, didn't he say something about getting like possibly getting vaccinated? Yeah, yeah. Now, which, I mean, here's the thing. I mean, if you're the Nets and they're playing well, I mean, do you welcome him back? I mean, we kind of know how Jihei feels about Kyrie, but I mean, what what's your... I mean. I think the Nets are playing as well as they would if if, if Kyrie was there because I, I don't know how I still don't know how that team fits Kyrie with James Harden. Why is like Blake Griffin totally out of the rotation he's now? Yeah. He's done. He's done. Yeah, I mean it's understandable why he's out of there though. I mean he's getting older. He's yeah. not like he's no, not yeah. the Blake that he used to be. It's just you know you're trying to play that veteran. You have to play that veteran role now where you're just a he had to rock, adjust his game. Yes. right? I mean he had to do that Vince Carter adjustment at some point, which Vince did remarkably well. I mean I don't think anyone would have thought when he was like the human highlight reel that like that would happen. Um, if you're the Nets, do you welcome him back? Absolutely, okay. because the main reason why is not because I trust him so much, is more that 
James Harden does not look like the same player. And we keep seeing a glimpse here. Oh, good game here. He just it, It's like his burst is gone. And guys, defenders are able to stay in front of him now. And the reason why they're doing so good is because Kevin Durant has been Hercules this year. If Kevin Durant wasn't playing out of his mind, dropping 51 last night, they wouldn't be the same team. So right away, if you insert a Kyrie Irving, there's a chance... I wouldn't have said this last year, but there's a chance that he's better than James Harden right now, yeah. which gives you a legitimate, again, three-headed monster compared to right now. If you're just going into the playoffs with those two, I don't think the Nets are coming out of the East because Harden has not held up his end of the bargain. There's too many good teams in the East with just if you just have one yeah. superstar player playing at that level. The rule changes. That totally they, affected him. That might be it. It was like the James Harden rule, and <laughs> once they made that, it, it just like it, it messed up his head. Yeah. I mean, he's not the same player. Yeah, and of, of course, we have a long way to go in the season, sure. but the Nets are so reliant on not only Durant, but they've been having a heck of a year from like LaMarcus Aldridge, which, you know, a quarter of the way into the season is great, and I'm very happy for him, but do you count on that? Come game 82, come the playoffs when he's 36, 37. Yeah. Patty Mills playing ridiculous when he's kind of been, you know, a six man bench player his whole career. Yeah. So, yes, I would welcome Kyrie under those circumstances that they, they kind of, they really need him, in my opinion, if they're going to actually get to their destination, which is anything short of a championship for them would be a failure. Oh, but then well, also, so. how would they, how would they fit? How would those pieces I don't know. fit? Do you know what I mean? Like, I, They've done it before, right? They did it before when um, they, they were the original three and they all came together originally, and they did a really good job maybe like in the very beginning of the season um, last last year, but then it kind of went by the wayside. Yeah. Injuries happened, I get that, but I just think that, I, I don't know, I don't think that it fits now with, with Harden and the way that he's playing. The way Harden yeah. plays is so hard to fit anybody with him because he's so iso-dominant. So yeah, I agree, Jihei. I think it would be a very clunky fit. It's just with the NBA being as, maybe, I want to say wide open, but then you have Golden State with Clay coming back and Wiseman. But it, the East, at least, is so yeah. winnable. If Kyrie's not going to be an off-the-court distraction... In my, in, if this was me, I would welcome him back in the locker room. Well, now, that's always the problem. That's a huge if. <laughs> yeah. That's a yeah. huge if with Kyrie Irving. I mean, that I can't, you know, vouch for him in that in that department. But yeah. you know, if if you get the big if, him focused and bought in to the team, he's going to help you on the basketball court. Uh, Gia, before we go to break, we, we do need to talk about the uh, Giants-Chargers game yesterday because, listen, that passed by Justin Herbert. I mean, he's worth the price of admission. But speaking of price of admission, you went to the game, your first time seeing a game at SoFi. What were your thoughts? It is loud in there. Like, I don't care what time you go in. It is loud. It's just really, really Which, by the way, I think, I think Chargers... The, the Chargers love to hear that, I'm, I'm assuming, because for years and years and years, it was like, man, they play at, you know, in front of like a half-empty crowd or the opposing fans. So, so, but it was a 50-50 crowd, I'm hearing, so Yeah, that's good. so 50-50, um, I mean, still a lot of Giants fans, but sure. um, that's going to come with the territory, I think, with any Chargers games. You're going to obviously see that, um, which it was still great to see. It was great to see Giants fans, because I am a Giants fan. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, man, what a great game. But that stadium, um, I will say, there's not a lot of climate control unless you're in a suite. 
Okay. So I got a little on the cold side, and I was wearing like layers um, in there. Uh, other but than, it's a beautiful stadium. Did um, it exceed your expectations? Other than that, um, aesthetically, yeah, it was it's, be- beautiful, it's beautiful. Yeah. It's beautiful. Um, as far as I didn't eat there. Um, only because I was warned not to eat there. Um, so I did end up just going back home and eating dinner. I really a, hope that they fix that. I mean, it's a $5 yeah. billion dollar stadium. It's one of the nicest stadiums I've ever seen. I mean, it, 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 the thing about it, it's so unique. There's no stadium like it in terms of the scoreboard and the roof and the indoor and the outdoor. The food just has to change. Now, what I've been told is they made a one-year commitment, so it's like they can't just not serve this food they have this contract and it may even be longer than one year but i promise you they will adjust the food options because it is absolutely ridiculous in terms of yeah listen i, I don't want to get in more trouble with them because I, <laughs> I i was on the food tour that they had it didn't look good it didn't taste all that great and by the way so if, who cares about me the fans the fans the season ticket holders have said that okay let's leave it there for now i do want to talk more about g hayes uh uh, time at SoFi and what that was like for her when we uh, come back. Again, talking more about the Rams game tonight. When we come back right here on the Mightier 1090 in Southern California and 98.5 The Fan in Las Vegas. We will be right back with the Arash Markazi Show. And you are listening to a new generation of radio. The all new and Mightier 1090 AM. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.